Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, this opening goes out to not only Ed Larson's Water Park playlist on Spotify, as well as living in 1991 because we are researching and loving color right now, but back in school we used to dream about this every day. Could it really happen? Or do dreams just fade away? Then we started singing them. They said it sounded smooth. So we started a group and here we are, kicking it just for you. Oh, Motown fell is back again. Do a little age. Coast flang boys to men going off not too hard not too soft i love motown philly i know that i've said this before i i love boys to men i still love boys to men i listen to them way too often but motown philly is such an amazing summer song Welcome to page seven. And I really hope that Motown Philly just got stuck in your head as well. I will say this. I am Holden McNeely. I will also say this. The first two tapes I ever owned, two cassette tapes, were gifted to me. And they were Michael Jackson's Thriller. But luckily, I wasn't neither cute enough nor a good enough dancer to be spun into his spider's web. And also Boys to Men, Cooley High Harmony. And I fell in love with that song. I was so excited about that one song, all the other love songs. I was like, whatever. But Coley High Harmony had me not just on my feet, had me up on my toes. Yeah, but Coolie High Harmony also has It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. It also has End of the Road on it, which are two amazing songs. Yeah, but the problem was I only associated those songs with walking up to a girl, asking her to dance, and her making up some weird excuse as to why she wouldn't be able to dance with me. Ooh, oh, my uh, my pockets are filled. <laughs> I must go um, unload my pockets. That's what I would say if you had ever asked me to dance. Molly, how about you? How was, how was the middle school dance scene for you? That's the thing. My name is Molly Neffel, and my uh, relationship to Boys to Men has honest, honestly, it's like evolved from, as I have established many a time on the show, I was a bit of an alienated hater as a child. And so I, I was not only like not into pop culture, but I was like, if it's popular, it's probably bad because I was like, so... Uh, Hundred percent. Yeah. And so, so many I, years I, you guys lost out on. <laughs> I know. I I feel like I mean and and nineties there was a lot of really good pop culture in the nineties, you know? And oh, so, so oh. but I also, you know, absorbed a lot of it too and, and liked a lot of it too. But I, I had like a chip on my shoulder, but I thought Boys to Men was middle school dance music and that's it. And it's only as an adult that I have come to be like 
what are all these songs that move me so much when I hear them at dance parties or weddings or uh, in the streets playing from people's cars? And uh, and then I've I've really had like a kind of uh, second coming, if you will, to Boys to Men, which I am really happy to have had. Oh, and just there's just so many different ways that you could get. I'm so glad that you found them eventually because I just like like I love when they they t- spoke to you at the beginning of the songs. I love the songs that start with a baby. I know you're hurting. <laughs> I know you've been pining for me for a real long time. Like, before the song even begins. How do you not get full? Why are you not folded? I'm folded. Um, yeah. I also left all of this, again, I think I said this on the Spice Girls pop culture, on the pop history episode that we did. I also pretended like I didn't listen to this music for uh-huh. a long time. Uh-huh. And so I was listening to my Papa Roach and my, my Lincoln Park and my Slipknot. Right. And I was like, oh, that move, the music's like for girly girls and it sucks because, you know, it was a different time period. And um, I didn't realize you could like both. I thought yes. you could only have one. I had that too. So I, I definitely to the like, tape alone in my room. Yes, right. My transition to like, rather like around sixth grade, I decided I wanted to be popular and so I kind of like did popular drag. I started wearing dragon shirt, baby tees. Grew my hair <laughs> long. My, my, my arms were always too fat for baby tees, which is why I was always against baby tees. Because the fat, if you were a fat girl with a baby tee, the fat goes up and under and it, beca- it becomes like some sort of barrier that holds the sweat in even more to the baby tees. <laughs> baby tees? I now feel that baby tees, they're just, they're not... They they really are only flattering on like a like a seventy five pound fifth grader, you know. Yes. Right. And he, Wait, Holden, like, do you not know what a baby tee is? Yeah, like the I'm tiny looking shirts. it up right now, and I'm trying. I, I don't know. I'm. I think as I wrote dragon shirt, it wants to give me a Dragon Ball Z array of t shirts. I just write baby tee. Dragon shirts and baby tees are two different phenomena from the nineties, but I had them overlapping. <laughs> There is a couple of different types of dragon shirts. Uh, the the a real dragon shirt is like a shirt that really centers a dragon, like and has like a wrap around, like Gadzooks. Did you guys have Gadzooks at your mall? Oh yeah, yeah, but I could never fit into any of their clothes, so I never went in. I just stared yeah. at it from afar. Like Gadzooks had a whole wall of dragon shirts, like velour button up. Uh, flaming dragon shirts like that's a real dragon shirt but also in the in the circa 1997 98 era there was just a thing of just having like uh kind of like a like a vaguely like you know maybe racist kind of orientalist image of a dragon on like a sexy shirt and that's what i'm describing like a sex quote unquote like a sexy shirt like a Capsule a baby tee was just like yeah it just had tiny ass little sleeves and it was a short shirt it didn't go down far enough to your pants no and now I wear my I wear my little crops but that's because I wear a, I wear a skirt almost all the way up to my breasts that's right. the only way I can wear a crop but what about the no fear shirts which I'm I'm oh, certain yeah. we have talked about no fear on here before but have we talked oh, about yeah, it with sure. you Holden I feel For like sure. you were a no fear kind of dude I definitely wore a lot of no fear me too shirts. you know. I'm definitely, I will say, I'm definitely a fan of the beach store. And I'm a big fan of the um, uh, difficult t-shirts at the beach shop. You, you mean like PacSun? Are you talking about uh, Tom, yeah, Tommy like, Bahama? No, PacSun. Oh, yeah. No, I'll take a PacSun. I wish Tom, No, not Tommy Bahama. <laughs> That's a different oh, generation. No, uh, no I, was, I was walking. <laughs> no, I'm talking about walking. I have this very specific memory. I know this kind of going off of No Fear a little bit, but I had this very specific memory of going to every single beach shop 
in this in Myrtle Beach because my brother was d- intent on finding a very specific T-shirt of Bart Simpson as Michael Jordan, and we could not find anywhere. We found plenty of shirts that were of Bart Simpson being Michael Jordan, but none of them, for some reason, were the one that my brother, I guess, saw somewhere else. And so I just remember being exhausted while hoping to play putt-putt golf. Or, and that's a problematic shirt. I'm going to go ahead and say that, <laughs> that, that Michael Jordan uh, Bart Simpson shirt. And yeah, so I just do remember that. Uh, but I do also have a fond memory of at one of those shops convincing my mother, pleading with her to get me a Ren and Stimpy shirt where uh, Ren, I believe it's Ren or maybe it's Stimpy, is vomiting all over the place. And I think the vomit spells out blowing chunks. <laughs> oh, that's, I want that now. It's awesome. And, and I had to plead with her, but of course I could never wear it out of the house was the bargain we finally made. Oh, so that's a fun That's a weird thing that parents do, the in the house, out of the house thing. Where it's like, why do you have to hide your shame in the house? There were so many things that we, could, we were allowed to do in the house, but not out of the house. We're like, why? I don't understand. I got that we weren't allowed to make like home videos in the, in the grocery store with our huge, you know, you had to use your entire arm to hold the video camera up on your shoulder. I get that. She knew we were going to break it. But other than that, where it's like, why can't I do it out of the house? I hate to say it, but there are no, it does not seem that there are any image results for the Blowing Chunks t-shirt that I do remember so fondly. Back in the I'm day. devastated. Are you talking about, and this is a type of store we have definitely talked about on the show before. Are you talking about like souvenir t-shirt stores that on beach strips like uh, Duval yes. Street, like that type of like novelty? Because incredibly, the audience of page seven, the last time we talked about this type of store, which I also love. I fucking love these types of stores. I, rem- of I described <laughs> being like a, a teenager and being on vacation somewhere and being at one of those beach uh, stores with the souvenir T-shirts and seeing a, a shirt that said that was like the type of graphic like um, that has like the bathroom logo, you know, like the circle for a head. And it said uh, MySpace. And it was a guy sitting at a computer, and then it said, to my face, and it was somebody sitting on someone's face. And I mentioned it on the show the last time we talked about it on page seven, being like, I love these stores, I love these kind of shirts. And somebody found it, several people, I think, found the image of the MySpace to my face t-shirt and sent it to me, which like truly made my day. That was one I never bought, but it still it makes lives your with heart me. smile. <laughs> no, this is what happened in all this research I've been doing. I found I saw a picture of this shirt. I saw some meme. And it was it's the Tasmanian Devil and Bugs Bunny dressed as crisscross on a shirt. And I yes. had this shirt and I wore it almost every single that, day. That's my favorite part. It's the lawlessness of the licensing. <laughs> it's so egregious and so insane that yeah. they'll just take any character. And in some ways I hate that. Like definitely the Bill Watterson, uh, Calvin and Hobbes, Calvin pissing uh, the, decal. Yes. That, that's the most egregious example to me of like a shitty way of doing that, uh, a shitty use of a property. But for the most part, you know, going back to Bart Simpson, smoking a big joint, uh, you know, and and really just feeling himself on a shirt is something I I, I I can't help but love. And don't get me started about Big Johnson. 
What? What's Do you big... guys remember Big? Isn't it Big Johnson shirts? <laughs> I feel like I, I just man in my yeah, head if big it was Johnson a different time, we just look jo- over at you and you just have like a huge dildo in your hands. Like, well, <laughs> that is a Big Johnson. I can't believe you guys are talking about this type of shop and you don't know what a Big Johnson shirt is. Oh, I didn't know that they had a name. A Big Johnson shirt is just a series of different horny. Images and uh-huh. captions. Oh my god, I remember right? these shirts. I forgot. Oh, these are very. T- they oh, they're are, bad. There it's are bad. some tasteless ones. Oh, yeah, there's some very um, bad things. This is the kind of thing, uh, the kind of cartoon you would see on the wall of like a, a dive bar bathroom. You know what I mean? I can't believe we've never talked about this. Big Johnson, by the way, it's this little nerdy guy with like red hair. Uh, who's just this little guy, but he's always surrounded by, let's say, large-breasted women in different <laughs> scenarios. And this one, it's Johnson Fishing Rods. The boat says Catch and Snapper on the back of it, and it says it's easy to reel them in when you've got a big Johnson. I... It is just, some of these are very upsetting. <laughs> I regret to inform the listeners that the rest of the show will be spent reading different slogans from Big Johnson t-shirts. I've got one of, uh, it's a big, um, like a like a mega truck kind of, uh, driving in the mud and it says no holes too deep or sloppy when you're driving with a big johnson (laughs) i've got uh one at the golf course big johnson putters one good stroke and you're in the hole (laughs) i i will say that big johnson's i'm gonna go ahead and 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 guess that this is a southern company that i'm gonna also go ahead and guess doesn't exist anymore (laughs) um with the amount of confederate flags that they have on some of their shirts oh, but i will oh, say no. there's one that is a it is a big breasted woman in a tie <laughs> honestly i love this outfit she's got these daisy dukes on and she's got a little plaid crop top on <laughs> and she's bending over and he's up behind her with a huge gun it says cocked pumped and ready to blow big johnson <laughs> you got a big johnson bait shack and he's uh he, mr johnson here he's got a cup of worms and one giant worm spilling out of it surrounded by some I'm gonna just go ahead and say large breasted women and it <laughs> I says like that you just keep saying I'm gonna say <laughs> we understand they're all they're beautiful women with lots of underbreasts you won't need to be a masturbator when she sees the size of your Johnsons there you go oh, masturbator yeah. baiting the hook I also have one that I don't big Johnson fish finders uh, that says, this is, seems sounds like this is how Jackie writes her Instagram captions. It's a straight shot to the honey hole when you got a Big Johnson. Yeah, I should be making Big Johnson. I'll call them Big Jackie's shirts, and I'll just use quotes from my Instagram account because really, <laughs> I am. I mean, yeah, Big Jackie's. Let's I've do got it. the turkey. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've got my turkey earrings on the other day. It took everything in me not to be like, oh, gobble on down, stuff this hole full of meat because the more meat. Meat in the hole, the tender, the taste. And I want to say these things. I can't. We have to do this. This is, we have to set, do Big Jaggy. They will be far less problematic, but just as hilarious with the buns. Yes. I would love to. Yes. I mean, Make there's like Big a feminist, Johnson's lubes. A feminist, anti-racist Big Johnson's re- rebrand. Yes. Yes. Let's do a little bit of a rebrand. But I do like Big Johnson's lubes. Jack her up, give her a quick squirt, and get ready for the next. Next one. <laughs>
I think that yes, definitely for coming from um, a woman's standpoint, then we um, we do it against the men. I think would be a lot of fun, or just just against people in general. Although, oh, it's easy to handle her curves when you're pushing with a big Johnson. Yes, that's big Johnson stock cars. I am shocked at how <laughs> far I have been scrolling down this page and how there is no end. <laughs> so many no end. shirt designs. <laughs> And these are intricate illustrations, by the way. These are, like, not, like, lazy. Like, these are really well-drawn, for the most part, illustrations. Molly, you got one for us? Big Johnson's contractors. We don't stop until you get drilled, nailed, and hammered. (laughs) (laughs) They're so horny. Big Johnson's pizza delivery, guaranteed to come in 30 minutes or more. (laughs) Yeah, whoa. Wow, I mean, that's saying something. That's a whole night of it. No, it makes me think of my love for R. Crumb. It it, it reminds me of, it's that same kind of styling that is just so over the top. Please check out that doc on R. Crumb if you've never seen it before, because it is a whirlwind of a tale of uh, of this old man. And he check out uh, Wish and the Bruisers episode on R. Crumb if you want to hear even more past the documentary about the life of the man, for sure. Speaking of problematic people in the in the world that we can still kind of admire a little bit. Oh, no. Is he bad? I mean, if you do, why didn't I look at his hey, work? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just always wanted, I, I, I maybe, you know what it is? As a fat woman, I've always loved that he loved yeah, drawing loved big women him. as well, sex objects. And I know, and that's the thing. And I loved that he did. And I know that, that maybe that's why I loved it so much. And yeah. I know that that's not for everybody. But it made me feel like, well, someone out there will find me sexy. That's in the cartoons. <laughs> I Okay, I, I'll stop reading Big Johnson shirts now. But I have to read one more, which is because Jackie said, we assume they have gone out of business, which has to be true. But... um. Uh, a, a t-shirt company online has one uh, that is a Big Johnson social distancing shirt that has, <gasps> it says Big Johnson social what? distancing and it's it's him with a big surfboard and it says, stand back. I don't know how big it's going to get. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, BigJohnson.com still exists, but I don't really want to give them props. Because no, they definitely have a line no. of political shirts that Uh-oh. definitely are yeah, not no, in line, not I think, Uh-oh. with the... <laughs> no, it is, no, it is not It is not good. I'd rather make our they own. They also have a line of Ted Nugent shirts. Oh, if that gives oh. you any... no, I'd rather make our own. <laughs> Although, I will say, these shirts immediately made me think of with the one time I remember... So, my dad has motorcycles. He likes red motorcycles. And we saw a man that had a shirt in Florida and it said if you can read this the bitch fell off and that's what it said on the back of his shirt as he was riding on his motorcycle and guess who made that shirt Big Johnson it makes so much sense because I think about that shirt so often because what a horrible sentiment (laughs) and we gave it to my dad one time as a joke as a present and my mom was like hell no and she cut it up and she used it as rags (laughs) did your dad like it was he like "Ah." he thought it was funny but he knew that my mother was not going to appreciate Uh. it so you know we did a more of the the jest of the idea of it (laughs) 
Oh, God. <laughs> Big Johnson beer pong tournament. <laughs> Whip out your balls and let's get foamy. All right. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I really, I think that, I don't know if I remember this specific company when I was a kid, but I remember this type of shirt. And I think that I was like so, like none of the adults in my life were even remotely the type of person who would ever, ever come within 50 feet of a shirt like this. And I think that I was so... Like, it was so, like, uh, intriguing to me. Like, who are the adults who are buying <laughs> these buy shirts? buy these. You know? Right? Like, and wearing I them. Where, yeah. where do you see anyone wearing them besides maybe the very day they bought it on the, or the very weekend they bought it, at least, on oh, the boardwalk? Oh, go back down to Florida. You haven't been to Florida. In a Florida, yeah. Oh, they're sure. still wearing them. They're still wearing them in Florida. This is why I love Florida. The troublemaker in my Spanish class, I forget what the shirt was exactly, but he definitely at one point took off his overshirt because he was hot, but he was just doing it to upset everyone around him. And he was wearing a full-fledged Big Johnson shirt. And I look over <laughs> and dude, what the fuck are you doing? And then, like, at one point, finally, the, the teacher saw it and was like, put your shirt back on. And then, like, I, was, I thought he was going to get expelled. It was like a oh filthy Big Johnson shirt. Yeah, he had balls. He was one of those kids where, like, how do you have these balls? Like, It's just so horny. From? Like, like, are there men <laughs> in there? My question is, like, do you buy this shirt for your for your dad, for your, like, for yeah. your uncle? Yeah. Like, who, like, and if you buy it, are you like, oh, my dad loves big boners, you know? Like, it's it's just, like, such a strange, like, do pe- do guys buy these shirts for themselves? <laughs> do do you buy- Does a wife buy it for her horny husband who's like, oh, he loves right. having wielding his big boners I, I at strangers? Yeah, you wear it on the boat. You're just so horny, and I don't know what else to get you. It's just, you're so, ter- <laughs> just such a terrifying degree. You scare me with your horniness. <laughs> So here's the shirt, I guess. I tried to figure out what your interests are, but it seems to me only being horny. I mean, I'm a very, I'm a very horny person. I still am not wearing them. You right. know, that's got to say something. I'm not this horny. Some, right. some dads like beer. Some dads like are really interested in vehicles. But my dad just likes to talk about his big boners all the time. I guess I'll get him a big Johnson shirt. My mom. Yeah, this bums me out that they are. I'm gonna go ahead and say. Uh, incredibly problematic. As yes, a, very as upsetting. A, but it, it, they are they're because funny I want to buy one now so bad and wear it to like a bachelor party hang yeah weekend. Or oh, you know, you know what, what I mean? that like is? It's an like inside that. shirt. It's this a, is an inside. It's a shame, shirt. but it's not definitely. even an inside shirt because we can't give this company no, money. Don't give them any money at all. <laughs> but I do like. Apparently, I think it's fun that they have a. Uh, they have a partner's edition to the, if you can read this, the bitch fell off. And I enjoyed it. It says, if you can read this, the dick won't let me drive. <laughs> so you know what? They, they got something on the other side of it. That's nice. <laughs> I like that. Now we oh should start God. talking about this. We've got the new merch uh, website. We're getting new shirts on there for page seven. And I would love a big Jackie's. Uh, big just Jackies. a bunch of sexual innuendos. Holy if anybody shit. W- uh, out there is listening and you want to, Create a design just for the love of the show and send it over. A big Jackie with a some kind of a pun. I don't know. Um, oh, let me yes. think of one. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, how about uh, just holding up a couple of uh, turkey oh. legs? No, no, no. You know what you do? You have you have me, and I'm really burned on a beach, and it says hurting for a squirting on it with a bird squirting suntan lotion on me. Right, right. <laughs> There's a turkey on every right? big Jackie shirt. It's you with your like legs up. Riding down a slip and slide, 
and it says, why ride a slip and slide when you can have a squirt and ride? <laughs> Ooh, that's a bit of a stretch, but I, I get, I, I, I see what, what you're doing with it. It's a I, lot I of words. How about, how about a couple of birds hanging out, smoking j- joints or something, and it's like, two in the hand is worth um, a bunch of... <laughs> I'm just trying to go. I don't know what it is. I I love just two in the hand and then the boss. (laughs) All right. Oh, we've got so, I just, we've got so many. I'm going to come up with way too many ideas. And I'm going to shoot them all to you guys next week. We'll we'll start workshopping our ideas. Maybe a Twitter thread or something where we just start throwing some puns up. and dying. Trying to figure out the best one. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Speaking of dying, I guess, um, I do want to give a shout out to my brother, Henry Zabrowski, for, I will say, is apparently... He dead? We, what? what? Is, is no, Henry. Dying? Molly and I upset him last week, and I was speaking for him out of turn because what? he what loves... Happened? David from my lottery dream home. He yeah, loves David and he thought that we gave David too much of a hard shake. In fact, Molly said the same thing. I thought the same thing. I saw a four missed messages from Henry. He was like, oh God, what did I do? What is it? Because when your brother is also your boss, you're immediately terrified. And it was him berating, not berating, but chastising Molly and I (laughs) that David from my lottery dream home was a realtor. He won a top realtor of Miami award. Then he won the HGTV design wars show. I'm reading the text for the short period of time. He was on the air. He's HGTV's guy Fietti, but I'm pretty certain he has drug problems, which is why they push the brothers who kiss so hard. The property brothers, of course. And yeah, I we're not a property. I I saw this text from Henry and I was like, what am I? What? Is, what what sort of business announcement is Henry texting me and Jackie about? Did we, are we being <laughs> reprimanded? What do we say? And, and it was just him being like, let me tell you about David from my lottery dream home. And apparently Henry yes. is watching the ones that I said last week I won't watch, which is the new episodes of my lottery dream home being recorded via Zoom. He's, He's watching them. watching the Zoom ones. Henry Zabrowski <laughs> watching the terribly sad David in his apartment <laughs> My lottery dream home on Zoom episodes, and is so offended by our portrayal of David that and and let me tell you, he might be a realtor, but he ain't a realtor anymore because he literally just no, goes to towns he doesn't live in and goes to people's realtor offices and is like, "Give me some listings," and they're yeah. like, "Here," and he's like, "Great." It's not a realtor; it's a fake tur. 
and I'm yes. done with it, okay? If you watched it, you completely understand. He said that Molly and I were both canceled. I don't agree with the fact that he is HGTV's Guy Fieri. No. I think that that is, I think that that is pushing Guy Fieri down into the dirt. No. He said he also, that um, his outfits are amazing. He's the male Moira from Schitt's Creek, which is wrong. That is wrong. I I, I delight in his outfits, but there he is not. The male Moira from Schitt's Creek. I said he doesn't have the hats. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. Henry, if you're listening to this right now, and I know you are, you're a shit fuck bastard. <laughs> You've got shitty breasts. You're a dumb. Your feet are numb because you got to circulate your blood better. And we all know it. And you're the, you're a fucking... Don't you dare shit on my brother. <laughs> You've got... Bad hands, and you've got stupid His arms. His hands are tiny and perfect. <laughs> Henry said I had cute little feet the other day, okay? So he gives me a compliment I give him. His well, hands are perfect. I just love knowing that he's listening to me say these words to him right now. Are you Henry, here's the thing about Guy Fieri. It's not just his terrible fashion and his tattoos that make him Guy Fieri. He is, it's his heart. And the thing that David has is terrible tattoos and terrible fashion, but he doesn't have the heart. Doesn't have the heart. He has dead eyes. And I will not give this to Henry. No. I won't. No, Henry's wrong. I respect him very much. He's a dear friend, but he's wrong. David is... Uh, I'm not gonna say he's bad. I watch him. I'll, I'll. I'm obviously drawn to I've him. I've watched him for many hours. Yes, but he he doesn't. What what Guy Fieri brings is a true realness to a terrible network. Otherwise, that I also watch absolutely obsessively. Uh, but Guy, it's just that analogy. Guy Fieri is just like Guy Fieri is like you watch the show and you really think that you're hanging out with the real guy. And I gotta tell you, I've watched a lot of my Lottery Dream Home, and I have no idea who David is. You know, he's a he's a a shell. He is a shell. Yes, he is a shell of a human being. Not that he, that means he should not deserve love the way Guy Fieri does. He just doesn't deserve as much love as Guy Fieri does, according to me. And that's okay. And that's all right. We can't give the same amount of love to every person. <laughs> There's nobody... I'm trying to think, because I watch a lot of HDTV. Like, the people with the most heart and soul, I'm afraid to say, are Chip and Joanna Gaines. And everybody else on that show is a absolute shell of a human being, with the exception maybe of Hillary from Love It or List It, who is like a huge bitch, but I think she's her authentic self. And also her contractor, Eric, who I like have like a fantasy, like if I wrote fan fiction, I would write fan fiction about Hillary and Eric from Love It or List It. That's just like her, this like bitchy designer and her like, like, carpenter man who tells her how much things are going to cost. But I, I just don't think that there's anyone on that network who has any soul because I, I'm i sorry to say that I don't think selling houses uh, involves the same level of soul that making food does. Yeah, I completely agree. Where do we go from here? We've talked about Big Johnson. We've talked about Henry. Um, we've talked about uh, Lottery Dream Home. Jackie, where, where does one go from this point? I guess we could really talk about the merchandise that I received from Paris Hilton. I finally bought her masks and I don't usually give poor reviews. You know I enjoy Paris Hilton and her no. life choices. But I will say, yes, I bought a Sliving t-shirt. And yes, I purchased a mask that says that's hot on the mouth. 
guys, don't purchase the mask. It was oh. a waste of money. And what I oh, didn't no. realize is that it, I guess if you... I, I also, just for everyone to know in general, because I did not know this, if you screen print over a mask, you cannot breathe through it. <laughs> so there was no, there's no reason to wear the mask because I was out in it and I, I put it, I got out of the car and I put it on and I went to breathe in and it got completely sucked up into the back of my mouth. Have you had <laughs> to have this experience yet with a mask yet? Not yet. And no. then the cloth no, gets I on don't your have tongue. Any, I don't also don't, I've not also worn a mask with a logo or a smiling mouth, or any of these cute masks that I'm seeing with any kind of art on them. So I think that might have something to do with it. I would say just beware and look at how it is screen printed before you purchase them. I waited for a very long time and I was so excited about getting them and they don't work. I'm gonna take them and I feel like I'm back in middle school. I was gonna like cut it out and um, safety pin it to something, <laughs> like a backpack or something. I don't know what else to do with it. Like, what do you do with something like that? I wanna repurpose it. You are gonna get one a very successful Instagram post out of that, and then yeah. you need to just let burn it, let burn it die. It. I just, I think it, it, I like the colors. It's like, it's like Barbie colors. And also, again, because this is actually a show that all three of us have watched in entirety, I have some heartbreaking news for everyone about too hot. To handle. Jackie, you are just the bearer of bad Someone news. Someone has to be it, okay? You are the bad news bear today. Sometimes love dies. Do I need to sit down? And Francesca and Harry have broken up. Oh, good. What? That's good they news. Broke up. That's good news. <laughs> she deserves better, and I hate <gasps> her, but she deserves better. Both of them deserve better. I really do think. But don't you remember in the tell-all? He proposed with a ring pop. Uh, and you know what? I think that that would be cute in some instances, but not in this one. You know uh, what I yeah, mean? I actually uh, love that they're, I, I'm sure they're not actually emotionally dealing with anything right now because I don't think they have many emotions, but uh, I actually do am happy that both of them are maybe put to a test right now because I really <laughs> surely do dislike them. You want them to grow. I love it too. She threw him under the bus. She was like, he left me. He's been cheating on me. He's the one that did this. And she, but man. This is, it goes just back to all my feelings about like how, like, that she is a million good. She's a terrible person, right? She's a gajillion times out of that guy's league. Like, how is it that everyone on that show wanted to bang Harry? He's a 13 year old boy in a 13 year old boy's body. Like, what was going on with that? I had him. I had him in college. I had that guy. I could name him right now, but I'm not going to name names. But I had that guy that was like, why is every girl that is hot, that is in my class or in at college with me in the theater school, having sex with this guy? And he's clearly using pickup artist tactics. He's clearly like doing all this obvious stuff. And doing and they, the negging thing. And yeah. I hate, hate. I really you know exactly I what I'm talking about, it. don't you, yeah. Jackie? What? You know exactly. You know who exactly who I'm talking about. Don't a thousand you percent. I don't like. I don't under. I personally. I know that it works for some people. I personally don't understand someone that makes you feel lesser than. That puts you down. I don't think that's attractive. That doesn't mean. And I like assholes, but you can be an asshole and not put someone down or condescend to them when yeah. both of you are on the same level. Nothing, and this is going to sound nice guy but I, I promise you it's not. Nothing makes me more upset than when I would be hanging out with one of my hot 
lady college friends, and she'd be like, ugh, he's the worst. He's just so shitty. He just, and then confirm, and literally says everything I feel about this guy. And then I watch her walk out the door with him three hours later. It's because you are the you are the nice guy best eh, friend. I mean, you've always kind of, been. I'm, am I though? Am I really that nice? But it was it was more this. It was just like you know what's happening. Why are you go like? But I guess at the other day, I don't know what it is. Just the big dick energy or whatever it is. But but this is the thing. Like I definitely have been attracted to and enjoyed like a trysts with like unabashed. Uh, you know, assholes. Man, um, Trist is such a, a nice tryst. way of saying, I'm just like, ugh, ugh, like a heave in a dirty corner of a I only see Molly's college experience being like a Jane Austen book. You know what I mean? It's just you her. remember Molly when she was in her early 20s? I remember. I remember us both being like, uh, oh, what did you do last night? Uh, and then you're still like, you're just still in the clothes from last night trying desperately to record an episode of a podcast in a sweaty room where you're both just sweating out tequila <laughs> and just like upset with yourself I hate to break it to you Molly but you smell like a tryst <laughs> that's nice though I mean, that makes me think of like a Catherine the Great where they put a bunch of perfume on after days of not showering though I'm just saying I feel like the thing about like you know liking assholes is like yeah there's like uh uh, people with confidence, people with a certain type of uh, vibes, energy that are like that, that sometimes are in the same Venn diagram as assholes. I get that. But like Harry is a is a big, doofy man child like that. He is like he's he's just like a doofus. He's just a big, dumb like I, I just don't understand. And she's like this, like hot <laughs> I, like, I I'm, I'm baffled. I like okay, the whole show. All I'm show. gonna do. Okay, I'm gonna throw. This is what I'm gonna tell you, Molly, to get you. I think a little more clarity on this. I just uh, um, remember the shitty friend and how easily the shitty friend was able to manipulate Francesca. I yeah, think Haley. Haley was the best Haley. person on Too Hot to Handle. She was <laughs> wow, absolutely she the best. She was like, I hate all these people. I fucking can't stand them, and I can't wait to go home. <laughs> Why did she? Even, we're not even gonna go down that. But why did she even get on the show? First I love if her. You're, what do you think this show's gonna be? The show is called Too Hot to Handle. You think like you think that this is gonna like blow your mind with who you're going to meet? She was hotter than all of them, and such a terrible bitch. And I loved her. And yeah, but yeah, she was just like, tell me, tell me your secrets. And Francesca was like, okay, yes. Francesca right? is a is a is a somebody who seeks d- approval from people for sure. A breathing doormat is someone who is so easily <laughs> swayed to be an evil or good person. Like I think that it's all in yeah. the people around her. She is pure environment. Yeah, she like, didn't have a lot of If she's around good people, too. she'll probably be a good person. Yeah. But if she's around evil people, they will taint her to their whims. Yes. I, I, I truly I think that you know the whole Pete Davidson thing the people say like oh it's just that he's tall and like I like a tall guy but like I think that with mm-hmm. Harry it really was just that he was tall he looked like a fucking 13 and also it was the Australian accent yeah the Australian accent and I really I think that's what it, not that I, I don't think that 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 doesn't um like make my my britches go down to my ankles immediately because I'm aware of the fact it's like no 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 let's I want to meet you first you know of course looking at them from afar oh there used to be oh this beautiful woman and she always wore this like 
big cowboy hat that would come in to the shop that I used to work in. Oh, man. Sorry, I just went down an Australian. Um, All right. Well, either way, I just, <laughs> I, I, I think, I think but you're. she uh, owned businesses and she was smart. There's a difference. You're missing two things, I think, and that's physique. And I think the most important thing that you guys are missing, the most important, and even though it's blind, it's so important, confidence. The blind it's the confidence. Yes. Confidence. Yes. Yes. And I'm also going to throw a, a, a third one in there, a Santa Claus level jovial horniness yes. that exists in that guy that I yeah. think women are drawn to to say like, this guy wants to have a lot of fun and he wants to have a lot of that fun completely naked with me in a bed yeah. for however many hours I would like for that yeah. to happen. Yeah. No, that's yeah. true. That's fair. He's just like, an, uh, he's a big Johnson in a, in a human form. He is oh my a, God, big he is Johnson a big Johnson through <laughs> and through. He is a joke, a sex joke. Yeah. That is exactly yeah. what he is. A, he wants a to laugh while having sex with you for as many hours as you're willing Which that to. that sounds great. I think that there should be laughter and sex if that is something that you are into. I think that is delightful. I think having a, a full array of such is delightful, but there's only so long you can have that if that's not something you want. She was a little bit older than him. I gotta, I gotta say that. And I've been in that relationship, quote unquote, I guess, before, if you can call it a relationship, where you're just like, well, this isn't gonna last, but yeah, well, it's fun yeah. for now. Sure. Right. Again, like, uh, like this, is why I say tryst. If you get into something and you know what you're getting, and you're like, "Yeah, this guy sucks," but I'm gonna do it anyway. Like that's you totally- saying the word tryst and putting tryst on what I'm thinking of of what I've done in my past. It's just like it's such a highfalutin. It's such a nicer way of saying just like oh, just sweaty. <laughs> Sweaty fucks that you regret. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it is it is a tisket, a tasket. Put that boy in Into that lady's the basket. basket. Yeah, that's just the way it's going to go down. I hope that she gets some sort of like crazy deal in Vancouver or something. I mean, she, you got to say, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Both of them are very, very attractive people. Dumb as rocks. Every, the best thing about Love is Blind, um, no, not Love is Blind, too hot to handle. Uh, sorry, Whoa, I watched how, both of them I, in I quarantine. How dare you? I apologize. <laughs> Best thing about too hot to handle Very is that different. everyone is so dumb that like there's not even any interiority that you can like worry about. You know, like whereas like the reunion of Love Is Blind actually kind of like upset everyone in my house because it was like really really difficult to watch, and um, <laughs> there's just no oh. there's just no like uh, there there to worry about with Francesca or with Harry. Right. I don't think. Right. Well, speaking of dumb, are you guys ready for the? Dumbest damn celebrity conspiracy theory this side of the Mississippi. I am I am definitely intrigued. Does that have to anything to do with Elon Musk and um his sex life? No, but there's I could not tell you how many weeks there is a new blind item about Elon Musk and Amanda Heard and Grimes' sex life. It is Amber just- Heard, yes. I've I've read <laughs> I've read into so much of it. And I don't and every time I find myself doing it, I'm like, why am I even reading this? I don't right. care. I don't it care is about so, this. So it is every blind every week I do blind items, there is at least two stories about that, by the way. So don't couldn't even possibly care. Couldn't care. But do you care about whether or not Marissa Tomei won the <gasps> Oscar? Oh my god, wait, for <laughs> for my cousin, for my cousin Vinny? Vinny? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I guess we are stuck in the 90s. Right? I, I, I thought that she did. Well, maybe she didn't. Back in oh, 1993, no. Marissa Tomei won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for her performance and My Cousin Vinny, a major upset for both Joan Plowright, who did Enchanted April, and Vanessa Redgrave, who was in Howard's End, who were both big favorites to win. Before that, she had only been in a few bit roles in movies, one soap opera, and one sitcom, but still beat out folks like Judy Davis and Miranda Richardson for the trophy. Also, also, My Cousin Vinny was released over a year before the ceremony took place. And if you know anything Whoa. about the Oscars, you know they have a terrible memory. And anything that's well before Oscar season usually gets the snip. Whoa. Well, put this big Johnson in your fucking brain. <laughs> the rumor started as printed in The Hollywood Reporter in March of 1994. A rumor is currently making the rounds in Manhattan, fanned by no less than the former son-in-law of a distinguished Academy Award winner. To wit, that last year, Marissa Tomei received her Oscar statue by error with a resultant scandal about it soon to be exposed, much to the shame of the Academy. According to the rumor, it happened because Oscar presenter Jack Palance hadn't been able to read the name written in the secret envelope when he was on stage announcing 1992's Best Supporting Actress winner. Instead of asking for help, so saith the tale, it was Palance who arbitrarily called out Tomei's name instead of the actual winner. Whoa. What's hilarious, though, is even though this is the article that really spurned the whole thing to like a global or at least a countrywide rumor... The article even goes on to immediately debunk it because, um, which led to uh, an article in Entertainment Weekly that printed, as the rumor goes, award presenter Jack Palance inadvertently read the name of the final nominee of the tele off the teleprompter instead of the name of the envelope. And depending on who tells the story, the winner was either Judy Davis for Husbands and Wives or Vanessa Redgrave for Howard's Inn. But they both say the same thing afterwards, which everyone seems to just ignore. That Pricewaterhouse Cooper, the accounting firm that does the whole, you know, has the briefcase and handles all the tabulations of the ballots and the winners and the envelopes. They all there are two members of that firm that also know the correct winner in order to correct the announcer should this happen. Mm -hmm. And of course, we saw this happen with Moonlight and La La Land. I was just looking this up as yeah. you were explaining this. I was like, yes. So what happened with that then? Yeah. So so this is clear. I, I hate to tell you this. Spoiler alert. This is so debunked. Like, there's no truth to this rumor whatsoever because of those things in place. But, and also, uh, Marissa Tomei is fucking great. In I love her Vinny. so much. Yeah. And you know what? Vanessa Redgrave is amazing. Howard Zen, delightful. But you know, My Cousin Vinny, that was like the beginning. Movies like that don't get Oscar nominated all the exactly. time. Exactly. Let other people win. Like, but that's, but that's why the rumors started because, because, you know, all these things politically for the Oscars don't check out. Relative newcomer. You know, um, right. They don't usually do that early right. in the season. Like all these things kind of line up and it's not like a prestige film. It's not a period piece. It's none of those things. Right. Uh, and it's a comedy. So like right. all of these, it's just all these things are so un Oscar that people just couldn't handle the reality that Marissa Tomei would win for this. She said in the, pa uh, in the past that she found the rumor to be quite hurtful, as anyone might feel. Yeah, of course, that sucks. <laughs> but she also rules, because this is what she said uh, in her monologue on SNL 
in October of 1994. Before we start, I wanted to say something. Just wanted to clear the air. There's this crazy rumor, some of you may have heard it, some of you may have not, that when I won the Academy Award for My Cousin Vinny, that I didn't really win the Oscar. That because Jack Palance accidentally read the wrong name off the teleprompter. But that's just absolutely not true. I won the Academy Award fair and square, and I was just the happiest I'd ever been. Since, um, since I was named Miss Teenage America, thank you, back in 1987, the year it was hosted by Jack Palance, or... Three years earlier, or three years later, when I stepped up on stage to receive, though I didn't think I was even eligible for it, the Heisman Trophy from Jack Palance. Anyway, <laughs> the only award I ever felt slightly guilty about was when I was 16 and I was named Employee of the Month at Roy Rogers Restaurant by the assistant manager, Jack Palance. Anyhow, now that that's out of the way, she goes on. Uh, by the way, fuck everybody for starting this rumor because Tomei is one of 21 people to be nominated for the Actress in a Supporting Role Trophy three times or more. Damn! So, yeah. I love Marissa Tomei. She got That's The, the Wrestler, and I forget what the other one was, but yeah. You can't, how can you feel anything but 100% positive feelings about Marissa Tomei? Right. And also horny feelings. Yeah! And especially exactly. when you watch Untamed Heart. She falls in love with a man who has a baboon heart. I love that movie. It doesn't hold up. But Rosie Perez, Christian Slater, Marissa Tomei, are you kidding me? Man with a baboon heart. <laughs> if you if you actually want to see the hottest, nudist Marissa Tomei sex scene, that is going to happen in Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, starring Philip Seymour Hoffman. Holy shit. It's a really dark movie, and Philip Seymour Hoffman's amazing, and it'll make you sad because he's obviously passed away. God, he's such a, such a good actor. It's so difficult sometimes to watch him and stuff because I know that many people die too soon, but every time I look at him, I'm just like, man, man, especially him as an older actor. Like, he would have just gotten better and better. It makes me very sad. Jackie, I got to see him live in a play called Jack Bo Goes Boating at the Public Theater and it was when why coolest. didn't you tell me i've known this was like years ago life. i don't know this was years ago and it was one of the highlights of doing a cool thing in new york for me wow i love yeah it was awesome i love yeah but then you watch things like patch adams you know? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? so ladies do you believe true or false marissa tomei Winning the Oscar. She won it. Jack Palance did a great job. I'm not giving in this week. I think she won it. I will not badmouth Marissa Tormey, nor Jack Palance. And also, hashtag Moonlight is my best picture. <laughs> because that is that is another one that no fucking way. Yeah. I mean, Warren Beatty definitely messed that up. But but I'm, I, I don't think that Jack Palance should be put in the same category as Warren Beatty here. There's something about it being Jack Palance, by the way, that makes it a little bit funnier. What is that? I don't know why, yes. but it's just hilarious. It's just... It's such a funny I can't figure out why to... either, but I think that there's just something about his vibe that seems like... <laughs> it's so perfect. It seems like he absolutely could have done it, but also I'm just going to believe that he didn't. You know what it is in my brain why it's kind of fun? I think it's because of City Slickers. Yeah, that's probably what it and is. And that is like, as a kid, I Fucking knew him from movie. City Slickers, even though he's known 
for so many other amazing things. But City Slickers was always what I thought of Jack Palance from. City Slickers is the Big Johnson of movies. Like, <laughs> fun, dumb, <laughs> macho, stupidness, Man, horniness. I just wish they were just, man, blowing those gold chunks all over the back of Daniel Stern's wife in it. But <laughs> man, right. we didn't get that opportunity. <laughs> all right, I'm fucking done. That's great. If we've done nothing else in this episode, we've brought the big Johnson of into the parlance. Like we have to use that as a kind of like a metaphor more often. That's what I wanted to bring up. My new catchphrase. You gotta be souping me. What? I saw I was <laughs> I saw your Instagram post about this and I was like, I don't want to even talk about this with Jack. I don't know. I was stoned out of my gourd and I was looking up um I was looking at pictures of Garfield. <laughs> Cause, you know, <laughs> and I saw a gift that said, You gotta be souping me if I, while I was looking up the Garfield pictures, and it is a it's a it's a can of soup with a cat face on it, and I think it says bad tomato on it. And then it is spelled in almost like the blowing chunks, Holden. It's spelled in the soup. It says, you gotta be souping me. <laughs> and I thought it was the funniest thing I had ever seen. This is only a couple days ago. I said I said took I screenshots of it. I said it's a Henry. I don't know what it means. I don't know where it's from. You gotta be souping me. And then I tried to figure <laughs> out what is it? Like, what is souping? Is it supposed to be like you gotta be kidding me? Like, is it like that? What am I missing? In the pun of you gotta be souping me. <laughs> and I think it's so funny. And I keep saying in my house, you gotta be souping me. And no one likes it. No, My roommates don't like it. My partner doesn't <laughs> like it. Um, no one likes it. Maybe it's the Big Johnson that's swirling around in my head right now. But I feel like you gotta be souping me is kind of like you gotta be like actively trying to make me horny. I guess. But then why is it a can of tomato sauce? With a cat on it. Yeah, I think I that it's something understand. worse. I think it's like you got to be shitting me, but just with soup instead. I think it's just a... Well, why? <laughs> I, I don't know, but that's why it's worse. Because it makes no fucking sense. And it won't make sense, no matter how hard we try. I feel like the... Look, look. The cat, obviously, vagina, right? The pussy or whatever, right? Is what I I'm guess. thinking. And, then, and I'm going to... All right, I'm going to go with the tomato soup. I'm going to make a Hail Mary pass. Some sort of period reference. No, you and guys so are is that what you say this. when you don't like when you're on your period and you don't want to have sex? Is that like, no. oh well, you got to be souping me. <laughs> I said be it was careful. a hail mary. You got to be souping me. I said well, it was yeah. a hail mary pass. I'm Once just you get trying. Down there, you got to be souping me. Connections where connections lie. All right, that's that's all I'm trying to do right now. Okay, I don't leave my house anymore. I don't know what's happening these days. You know what? That's not today. You got to be souping. <laughs> you gotta be <laughs> Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I've been laughing about You Gotta Be Stupid Me for days. Uh, I think it's so funny. I think it's because my brain wants anything to laugh at that is so dumb and inane. That doesn't make any sense. That I've gone into this weird void that I didn't know still existed in my brain. You gotta be stupid, me, guys. I uh, thank you. And so if you guys know, if you're listening and you're like, oh, I know what you got to be soup and me means. <laughs> you know, I, it's almost like at this point, I don't want to know. Tag Jackie. I think I like living in my You don't, my need, to, you don't need to tag me and hold it. Jackie's the one who really needs to know. <laughs> no, yeah, I think you got to tag, tag all of us. Don't tag me in anything this week. Yeah, I don't want to be tagged tag in nothing this week. <laughs> I'm going to get tagged into 2,000 things that are like, you got to be stupid, me. And that's fine. You can tag me if you want to, but you could really tag Jackie. Tag Jackie twice. Yeah. I think it's great. See, I looked up souping, and, I, and think, see, I don't think this makes any sense. Apparently on SNL, there was some sort of sketch, and it says, when teenagers drink expired soup in an effort to get high, I don't think that's what this is. Like, it's like, I don't think that's what souping is no, in this go- context. A Google search of you got to be souping me literally brings up absolute gibberish. There is Nothing. no, there, it doesn't mean anything. There's soup recipes for damn sure. You definitely can re, you know, make a bunch of soup. But anyway, guys, it is time for the list and you got to be souping me. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Who's on the list? Jackie, you gotta, you gotta be stupid me. Oh, uh, you gotta be stupid me. We are doing <laughs> completely bonkers casting suggestions for famous movie roles. There was one in particular on here of why I needed to read this list. Jackie. So I started finding these insane lists on. I never look at Facebook, but every once in a while, now all of my ads are just weird lists, which is kind of fun. I will say, Jackie, I'm a little upset because I was actually legitimately looking forward to, to the point where I was going to look it up myself, the list of uh, movies that had real sex in them. Oh, it's because I haven't seen Love yet. Oh, you, oh, you can do them if no, you no, want. No, no, I want to no, watch Cats this, but I, I hope we can get to that list Save soon. That oh, list. We'll get to that list. We need to see curious. more of the yeah, movies on list. it. I don't. I haven't seen so many. All right. You know what I'll do? I'm gonna send you guys the list. Thank you. And we gotta watch some of the movies by next week. That's right. good. That's gonna be our homework. All right. I'm not watching Brown Bunny, but I will watch one of them. Okay. <laughs> Steven Seagal could have starred in Tim Burton's Batman. Down with Steven Seagal. However, this is kind of fun. Pretty much every time the role of Batman is cast, some form of controversy erupts. The internet got super mad at the news that Ben Affleck would don the black rubber bat suit, and keep in mind that this was back in the days before we even knew about his huge tattoo on his back. But before that, back in the 1980s, pre-internet comic fans had a veritable meltdown over the news that Michael Keaton would star in Tim Burton's Batman but he wasn't the only one up for the role. In addition to nerds, the folks at Warner Brothers weren't thrilled with the idea of Mr. Mom as the caped crusader. Specifically, they wanted to cast it with an action star. Some of the names floated for the role included Alec Baldwin and Harrison Ford. Then someone suggested Steven Seagal, who had starred in Above the Law, but had yet to write the world's worst piece of literature. 
which I I guess he wrote. He's not good. He's not a good man anymore. I'm glad he wasn't Batman. He's a bastard. Now, what is kind of fun, though, is Bradley Cooper wanted Jack White to be in A Star is Born instead of casting himself Bradley Cooper. So he wrote it like he was like thinking about him the entire time that Jack White was going to be his, which I thought would have also been kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I am a Jack White. I, I enjoy Jack White and I enjoy his guitar skills. He didn't. So Bradley Cooper didn't want to cast himself in it. But while he refused to divulge who at first, Cooper admitted that he wanted a real life musician to play the part. Maybe Cooper wanted Jackson to have more of an escaped ghost from an old-timey photo vibe because we later found out that the musician in question, the person that wrote this, kind of fun, very mean. (laughs) We later found out the musician in question was Jack White from the White Stripes. Apparently, the studio wasn't happy with the living Tim Burton character starring in the movie while one of Hollywood's handsomest leading men sat behind the camera with the rest of the uggos, so they nixed the idea. This is the one. This is the one that I really wanted to share with you guys. Kanye West (laughs) wanted Danny McBride to portray him in the Kanye West story. This is a good one. It's, I was, this is... I was very taken aback. So we all know Kanye West. From interrupting award speeches to recreating Tatooine to house the homeless, pretty much everything the dude does raises eyebrows. So it's not totally surprising that Kanye was planning on making a movie about his own life. But given our cultural tolerance to being shocked by Kanye's antics, his choice for who should play him in said movie was almost impressively random. Danny McBride. According to McBride, Kanye phoned up the Eastbound and Downstar out of the blue to ask if he would portray him in an upcoming film. While McBride thought it was a joke at first, Kanye later traveled to his home in Charleston, South Carolina to pitch him the idea of starring in a movie based on Kanye's life. Which seems odd, (laughs) you know, because Danny McBride is white and neither looks nor sounds like Kanye West. McBride theorized that Kanye thought of him because of the sense of ego he's able to portray. Sadly, Kanye's film project eventually fell apart, not unlike his plan to help the poor with fictional space huts. So we didn't get to this story today, but he's also entering into the line line of skincare as well, which... uh, I guess he can do anything. I guess the world is his oyster. I I don't... uh, Hopefully, honestly, if it's men's skincare, I think that's fucking great. I think that there should be more men's skincare products. Yeah, will it it be male-oriented? Not sure yet. There's just something that came out that that is something that he is looking into and that he wants to get into. Um, I think that... I think there would be good because there's not a whole lot designed for you know the skin that needs different things so i think yeah. that, that would be great it's it's what it's the way i feel about it is like i hope that's the case because if not kim kardashian beyonce and uh rihanna kylie does too and i mean it's kim kardashian and kylie jenner both have skincare lines and makeup. Wait, maybe i said the wrong maybe beyonce doesn't but yeah no, beyonce and, and doesn't. Lady, Ga- I mean, lady gaga. gaga does she has house labs there's just so much of that happening right now and i just don't see where unless it's uh maybe specifically for men or specifically for some more specific purpose it just seems uh uh unneeded unnecessary for it, i i you know i think he just wants to have his toe everywhere just like bob hoskins would have if he played 
Wolverine, <laughs> which is originally who was going to play Wolverine instead of Hugh Jackman. Um, but Bob Hoskins turned down the role, which I understand. Um, he realized that it really wasn't for him and that he needed someone that was a little bit younger. I am very intrigued by the idea that Eddie Murphy was the first choice for Candyman. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have worked. I don't know. Did I, did I yell about this in, in happiness? Have you guys seen the trailer for the new Candyman? Dude, I with even the trailer made me like... Candyman is one of my favorite movies. It still holds up. Rewatch Candyman if you want to be scared. It is a great movie. And so uh, Eddie Murphy could have been the first choice, which, I mean, Tony Todd, again, even says it in this, Tony Todd is Candyman. But I think that it definitely would have had a fun, creepy edge. So it said even while Eddie Murphy was a long shot, his salary at the time was double the film's entire budget. Even when they were auditioning for the part, producers wanted an Eddie Murphy type, which seems kind of weird considering that they ended up with a menacing, baritone-voiced Tony Todd, not a wise-cracking comedian. Though, to be fair, even in three murder-filled movies, Candyman never did anything quite as horrific as unleashing Norbit into the world. <laughs> don't you shit on Norbit. Don't get, don't get Jackie started about Norbit. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, going back to the Kanye thing, uh, if you do watch Danny McBride's character in Eastbound and Down, and think about how that I get could be it. It's applied. that confidence. It's that batshit confidence. While also being hilarious, and it does speak towards Kanye knowing that he's ridiculous mm-hmm. a little bit, and that yeah, and that makes that me actually like kind of makes slightly. me like it a little bit. Yeah, I know, and I get, I, I I enjoy, and I love the fact that he was like, he just flew to his house. And I was like, I have a proposition for you. Wow. <laughs> I think, I mean, that is. It is fun. And it goes against wow. everything we know about Kanye, which is that he takes himself incredibly seriously. So it's it seriously. is like a it, it it is an endearing thing for him to to have wanted Danny McBride to do it. Yes. Yeah, there, there was another kind of in the same vein. There was a Seth Rogen has a really fun story about how he ended up meeting Kanye West. It was like him and his wife and or girlfriend at the time, I forget what it was, but either way, uh and Kanye was just like, You wanna get my limo and just like listen to my entire new album? With me, and he was like, "Yeah," and just like Kanye, just like put on his entire new album oh for him God. and his wife. Yeah, see, like, that's what I want to. <laughs> that's like that's the only interaction I want to have with Kanye is to just be yeah. like, "Do you want to just like <laughs> yes! get drunk and listen to your music in your limo?" Like that would be awesome. <laughs> it's why I'm in between about Kanye because everything I read, it's like as someone I was having a conversation with someone where it's like. You love Paris Hilton because you believe that what she does is a shtick and that she is a different person when you actually talk to her than what she puts off as as her character that she leaned in and that she's actually a good person. Then why don't you feel that way about Kanye? And I think it's because I don't know that much about Kanye. And to me, it's more scary where I know that Paris Hilton is not going to start a cult. And I worry that Kanye could and that so many people would jump on board because of that also weirdly down-to-earth presence he has. I don't know that much about him, though. So Mm. I am keen to look further into what he does to see if he's actually, in my brain, evil or if he's a good person. Right. My thing with Kanye... No, I've I've definitely like spilled some ink here on the show talking about how much I defending him. And I I guess my thing with Kanye is I have no idea whether he's good or evil, but I feel like there's also there maybe less so now, but 
maybe still now, there was a dichotomy of like, is he smart or is he dumb? And I'm just like very firmly in the Kanye is very smart. Like Kanye is- Oh, like, he's very smart. He's I genius. just don't know if he's evil or not. Yeah, he's like, a t- and that he's talented. And I feel, I feel like that, yes. I feel like there was a, 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 he's so weird that there is such a desire to be like, I feel like there's a big strain of like, oh, he's just a fucking like dumb luck uh, idiot like the rest of the Kardashians or whatever. And I and that is no. the thing I really want to push back on. Like, I feel like the dude is very smart. He's very talented. I have no idea what else there is. But I, I but I do feel like it's it's worth like making a distinction about that. You know, I call it chaotic neutral. I think he really is chaotic neutral. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. No, I I completely get it. And it, I need to look more into what he does that also just doesn't make the headlines to figure that out for myself because I don't know why. I just don't trust him. <laughs> well, I don't trust my own eyes right now, guys. I am really having a hard time seeing things. What? Uh oh. Son of a fucker. I think <gasps> I'm going. Blind! Blind! Items! Oh, we can't, can't see, see them. them! Wait, is my mother the fucker or is my father the fucker? I don't remember <laughs> at this point. Either way, <laughs> here's your first blind item. With the firing, there will be no marriage. The wedding was only going to happen if it was televised, free, and they were paid for their participation. Give them both lie detectors and ask the bar stars if the couple ever had sex. The answer would be no, Jackie. It's not Stassi. You said it's bar. Absolutely, Stassi Schroeder. But no, she has. She just came out. She's pregnant. Really? And Bo Clark. This was the blind item I pulled. I didn't even Whoa. know that happened. Oh yeah, no. She just released. No more Instagram. Like she's not doing anything as she shouldn't. She's been shamed away. But of course, that just means that the, the fact that her PR is still, even though they're like PR dropped her, but yet everybody knows that. She's pregnant. Interesting how that happened. Interesting how that works. So apparently her and Bo Clark's relationship uh, is a total lie. They celebrated the engagement at Lisa Vanderpump's house and were not shy about posting the whole thing all over Insta. He also, he proposed to her as a surprise on the show. On the show. As well, which is where it makes, I can't even, I would, I would die. Like, that is not... On on a reality show? Right. Very odd. Well, there's your first blind (laughs) item. Here's number two. This foreign-born A-plus list singer, when she actually releases music, is so paranoid about her offspring walking in on her having sex, she hooks up with her uh, current boyfriend only in her car. That's kind of fun. Wow. (laughs) This is kind of a fun one. This is a fun one that you. This is a silly one. Yeah, when she puts out music. When she puts out music. Who is somebody who is super A plus, doesn't do a lot of releases, might have a release on the rise that we're very excited about? Foreign born. Rihanna? Rihanna? No, she doesn't have kids. No. Uh, No, she doesn't have kids. Wait. And we're excited about her music release. Do we know who her boyfriend is? Is it, is it a famous person? I don't know who her current boyfriend is. I was actually surprised to see the word boyfriend a little bit. Because she's going through it right now. Foreign boy. Hey, plus Adele? Yes, Adele. Hey! <laughs> oh! Is that a fun Quarantine troubles, huh? Wow. She gotta have such a huge house, though. Come on now. (laughs) Find a room in the house. There's places to go. Gotta fuck in the car. There are places to go. 
Wow. Man, I I only hope the best for her, and I also am very looking forward to her next album. Jackie, say it right. I wish nothing but the best, the best for you. you. Fucking in the car, her. ladies and gents. Fucking in the car. Man, I was just talking about this. I was like, where, was I saying this on here where car reviews should include how you can fuck in the car and I think that that <laughs> is something that people would want Carfax. to know. You know like oh there's enough room up front for multiple people if like you, you can get on top category. you get a bottom fuckability in the cars because not every car is fuckable and I think that people need to know these things. As well as Yelp reviews for restaurants I love the cuisine but that bathroom was a terrible place to, to give head in. in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I have definitely man, uh, many bars I've had Wouldn't eat in. the food again but would fuck in the bathroom again. You know? Oh that or when you go to the nice places oh the, you know the ones that have the cubbies that like have like a wicker door yeah. that like you can tell like anytime there's a cubby with doors that are like that are painted with like slats in the doors. Yeah, that's a bathroom you want to fuck in. Yep, <laughs> that you don't it. usually get to. Last blind item of the night. <laughs> Very big Johnson themed episode. I'm such a big Johnson. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just described two different scenarios that would make a big Johnson t shirt in the car and we in the need bar. Big Jackies. <laughs> big Jackies. We're going to work on it. I would love submissions from listeners for Big Jackie's please, T-shirts. Please. That tagged me twice because I want right? to see. I want to see every. Oh my god, people are going to be so fucking funny. It's going to be awesome. Des- describe the caption to, or describe the image and then give us the caption. Yes. for Big Jackie's T-shirt. I love. Oh it. my god. Uh, in her new single, this foreign-born A-list rapper confirmed what I already told you that the permanent A-list rapper slash wannabe F- NFL owner has been cheating on his wife. Kanye again? No, same kind of realm of people. Jay-Z? Yes, is the NFL, wannabe NFL owner. Oh, he wait, what does he want to own? In her new single, this foreign-born A-list rapper confirmed what I already told you, that this permanent A-list rapper slash wannabe ah. NFL owner has been cheating on his wife. So ba- Beyonce. Oh, so the rapper, is it Nicki Minaj? Yes. What? Something Nicki Minaj's remix of her song Say So fires shots at Beyonce. Oh. It, it, which may be starting like a really big feud, by the way, guys. She raps, why you talking about who body fake with all them fillers in your face, you just Whoa. full of hate. Uh, that real ass ain't keep your Word I can't say, home. Uh, now you looking silly, that's word to silicone. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> Which does ouch, kind of. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Who else could that be? I'm sure there's other people that that could be about, but like, let me repeat that again. Why are you talking about who body fake? So I guess that means Beyonce did a remix of Megan Thee Stallion's Savage just two days before. Which also, this. I will say, it's a great, it's a great version of this. In song. which. Uh, Beyonce rapped, if you want to see some real ass, baby, here's your chance. And that might have been Whoa. a shot at Nicki. And so two days later, and by the way, this this part of the verse was added to the song late. So late that Spotify and Tidal had already uploaded a version without this bit where Nicki raps, why you talking about who body fake with all them fillers in your face, you just full of hate. That real ass ain't keeping your word I can't say home. 
Now you looking silly, that's word to silicone. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Obviously, word I can't say is what I said, not the word, but you know. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that is, that is, whoo, That might I, be a huge, huge, like, I'm just throwing damn. this out there. I think I, I'm ready for a feud this summer. I'm ready to follow a feud. I, give, <laughs> give me, give us something. Honestly, even summer. if it is just PR the, of, of both teams working to create something, I'm fine with it. Yeah, we need I'm it. I'm fine with it. I hope they yeah. don't actually hate each other because I want everyone to love. But if they are, I'm here for it. If they hate each yeah. other, I feel like my, my 2012 self is going to be in such discord because that was really the last yes. time I was like really deeply listening to Nicki Minaj a lot. And... I still listen to Beyonce a lot, but and I still like Nicki Minaj, but I feel like that's just a, you know, I I want them both to be happy and successful. I mean, also Nicki Minaj is is friends with Lil Nas X, so it's like if we're gonna be talking about this, it's like I mean, I love Lil Nas X. I was just reading a, an article about um, their friendship as well, so I don't know who I'm gonna choose. Wow, but I'm definitely gonna watch it. Play the fuck. Out, give us some <laughs> goss for the summer. Give us the goss. We need it. We're over here reading every Big Johnson shirt ever made. <laughs> I know. Look at what we become. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my blind items. I am absolutely with vision again, and it's amazing. Thank you so much, ladies, for participating. Welcome in back. Blind items yet again. Congratulations. You gotta be souping me about that shit. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining page seven this week. I I mean, I guess I'll be just out on the streets covered in soup. You can find me. Just follow the trail of soup. Uh, check me out on twitch.tv forward slash holdnaders ho. Every Friday night I do a stream with Jackie. More importantly than that, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. There is so much content on there. I'm not even going to just say it's a weekly uh, episode with Jackie and I. It is so much more than that. Jackie is pumping it out like she's pumping out that soup, Big Johnson. Um, Molly, <laughs> what do you got? Pumping out the soup. Oh, you gotta be souping me. You can follow me on Instagram, <laughs> MJKLCat. And I'm Jackie Zabrowski. Follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. Thank you guys again so much for joining us this week. I hope you are having a delightful day. I hope you are staying safe out there. We love you so much. Our hearts and our positive energy are with you. And I hope you feel my breath. All right. I'm, I'm, good. I'm, I'm getting done. ready for Big Johnson. You got to be super me. Back. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. I don't know how big this thing's going to get. <laughs> Bye. All right. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.